Hello, everybody, and welcome to monologuing. So this week, I'm doing um, a joined episode with Grace. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so um, introduce yourself to everybody, because... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Grace, and I'm Didi's friend. <laughs> And I, she's doing the podcast with me, and we're just gonna we're gonna see what happens. I don't know how this is gonna yeah, go. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. A bit of a mess, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's okay. That's the fun part. <laughs> okay, so this week we're gonna just talk about a whole bunch of things like life right now and the new year and like goals and stuff and what we're gonna be doing this year and like plans I don't know we'll just like we'll see how it goes yeah okay so let's just talk about how every day feels exactly the same <laughs> it's so bad like I literally wake up whenever and every day I'm just like mm, okay yeah I'm gonna eat breakfast and then I'll see what happens I like know, I literally don't do anything and I feel like I'm trying it's, to wake up earlier so that I'd be more productive, but then I have nothing to do in the day. Exactly. I have my alarm at quarter to eight and then I wake up, but then I go on Twitter for like an hour and then I don't do anything and then it's time to sleep. So yeah. like, my life like, is literally like that every day. Yeah, same. I wake up at like eight, but I've tried to not go on my phone because apparently it's like, instantly puts you in the mindset of just like having a bad day for me at least because then I like see posts and stuff and I'm like you know because I have like an issue of comparing myself so yeah (laughs) yeah that is true I know it's bad for me but I do it anyways so I'm just like in this cycle of um, I don't know how to describe it not like toxic habits because it's not that deep but just like being an enemy of progress yeah, I get you. I've just, I've like created a morning routine on this desktop app and I just follow that. What is your routine? It's just like wake up and then I don't go on my phone and then I clean my room. And then, you know, those two cats I have, I like mm-hmm. take care of them. And then it's just like eating, journaling, having coffee, getting dressed, going to the gym, coming home, and then kind of figuring it out from there. That's really good. I need to start doing that. And I need to start journaling. I used to do that every single day, but now I get so bored. Oh, I love journaling. I've tried to do it, like, every day. And I have been since, like, I think the 11th of January. So it's been, like, a couple days now, which is pretty good. And it helps you to, like, make sure that you stay in touch with yourself and, like, I don't know, understand yourself better, I think. Mm, You just feel really centered. That's why I need to start doing it again. Yeah, and even like thoughts that you just like think are like irrelevant or whatever, and then you just write it down, and then you're like, oh, it's actually not irrelevant. <laughs> That's so true. But then I like sit there and I'm like, hmm, okay, every day is the same. Every day is boring. <laughs> like I have nothing to write about. Like my journal every day will be like, okay, I did nothing. No, but it doesn't um, have to be. It doesn't have to be about your day. It can just be like, like I don't write anything about what I stuff. do. Yeah, I just say like yeah. how I'm feeling, and like stresses yeah. like things I'm stressing about or things I'm like worried about and that kind of stuff yeah that's that's a good habit I need to start doing that I feel like I'm avoiding like confronting all of my stresses <laughs> about life because I don't know right now I can't really do anything about it but I just don't want to think about everything because 
soon I'm going to have like structure. So I'm just avoiding everything. <laughs> I think that's why I'm I've, so I've like created so early because this year already has like no structure for me. And it's just kind of like so see it as I go, you know? I think if I was doing a gap year with like my personality and mindset I'd be so scared because I don't know what I would do and then I wouldn't want to plan because then I would like I don't want to confront me not having the plan so then I just don't do anything and I'm just like stuck in the state of worrying but I don't want to change it because I don't want to face my fears you know I'm exactly the same like the first I think two weeks of this year I was panicking I was like almost crying every day but then I was like you know what crying is not going to do anything for me so then I started journaling and that helped me like deal with anxiety about it but also like plan so I have like an idea even if it's not like the most specific idea it's still like something you know yeah that is really good that's good I need to do that but I feel like for me because I'm starting varsity in March so right now, I think I'm just, like, too lazy to give myself any structure because I literally have this one week of Jan left and then, like, three weeks of Feb and then I'm going to go to Cape Town. So for the next four weeks, I feel like I'm just going to be here and do absolutely nothing. And I kind of accepted that because then I'll have structure in my life because that's going to help so much. But it's still, like, just treat this time as, like, a break because, like, there's no need to, like, do anything insane, you know? yeah that is true but then every day I just feel like I'm literally doing nothing because I'm trying to be productive like I'm making a CV and I'm making a budget but those are literally the only two things that I'm doing in my life right now can we talk about how scary budgeting is right especially (laughs) for you because so Grace is doing a gap year this year and she's gonna travel because that's so stressful because you have to like plan your flights and your hotels oh did you hear that notification no. I'm on my phone. I'm like, do not disturb. Okay. Um, so you're planning like flights and traveling and stuff, which is exciting. Yeah. It definitely is, but so, it's yeah. so scary because basically how my gap year funding works is my parents are paying for all transport, like planes and like trains and that type of thing. And then I need to make money for like living expenses, like buying food and that kind of stuff. But then accommodations all covered because I have like family wherever I'm going, which is good at least. How are you going to make money then? I mean, I'm getting a job soon. I'm going to be like tutoring. <laughs> little oh, that's so cool though. Yeah. And like au pairing. <laughs> I've thought about like doing tutoring, but I think I don't, I wouldn't hire myself. Hey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if I was looking for a tutor and then my qualifications were matriculated, and then I got like specific marks. I would rather get a person who's in varsity. So I wouldn't hire myself. So that's why I'm just so unmotivated to actually become a tutor. No, but not like I would never tutor like grade eight and above. Like I will not tutor high school. <laughs> I can't imagine you doing that. You like, get no. so frustrated no. with it. <laughs> I'm not. High school is a no. But I'm going to do like little, little kids because like, you know, with what's it called online learning, a lot of kids are struggling to like stay focused and like all of that and what I'll do is basically just help them and like that kind of stuff that's so smart but I feel like I could never deal with children I really I I can't they're so irritating I think like if I'm spending time with them for a little bit then I could if we're like playing whatever but I just get so frustrated because they're so all over the place that's true 
and kids can be pretty annoying, but like if you're making money, I feel like it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I really need to make money. Yeah, and I'm also my side business is now selling mm-hmm. donuts. <laughs> Are you serious? Is that why you had donuts on your story? Yeah. <laughs> Those look very good. Right? Did you make them from scratch? I did. How crazy. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay, I should buy donuts from you. I'm supporting you. <laughs> oh, but I just need to get, because like, in, you know the village I live in, like, it's quite like mm-hmm. a community type of vibe, if that makes sense. So we just put like on the group. Using the word village is really strange. Like I, I know. Like, I'm <laughs> it's a <laughs> suburb, but okay. No, no, the area, like the three roads I live in, it's called the village. Okay, okay, now I get it. Yeah. It just sounded like you're calling like yeah, your little yeah. community a village. I was like, you do not live in a I village. Don't live in a okay. village, guys. <laughs> but anyway, I'll sell it to like those people. And also my brother has like a tennis club he goes to and then they said they'll sell them there. So that's pretty cool. That is so nice. You're being such an entrepreneur. I, I know. Like I know. <laughs> Take inspiration from you and actually start doing things. I mean, it's like the smallest things, but it's just like you're still making an income because I feel like the yeah, job and it's world, gonna keep you busy as exactly well. the job world for people our age is literally like so little like especially you cannot get a job with the qualifications we have exactly right like I was on I think in the beginning of the year job search websites or whatever and everything you need qualifications and I was just like okay <laughs> There is a job at Bargain Books, though. I saw this because I was looking to get a job at Exclusive Books. And they said they're hiring matriculants. I don't know if they mean, like, freshly matriculated people or people who are in matric or both. But there's a job like that. So I feel like not a lot of companies have positions where they're specifically looking for young people. Because right now, we don't even have matric certificates. Like, we right. have zero qualifications at the that moment. That is so true. <laughs> We're just unemployed. <laughs> we fully are. We have yeah. no qualifications. We won't get jobs. <laughs> and we have no matric certificates. Did you hear that? Some people were saying that the marks are going to come out in April. The final Wait, marks. what? But I think that was no, a lie, though. A because universities then they wouldn't be able to accept anyone till like april though yeah that's so deep i just want coronavirus to be over now like (laughs) the thing is i don't think covid is gonna be over for maybe till like next year i know that i was reading something saying that vaccines are starting to like spread out because i think they've been approved for like humans can have them you know so they're starting to like mm, make people are own. taking them. Like mm. in America, there's like drive-through vaccine places. Yeah. Would you get the vaccine? Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> See, the thing is, I think I want to wait for like a little while because I've heard so many bad things about the vaccine. I haven't actually done my own research, so I can't give an informed opinion. But people have told me that. They've heard things that the vaccine makes you infertile, that it gives you some illnesses. And I did see this one article a few months ago about these 14 people, I think it was in the UK, who took the vaccine. And then they had like a stroke in one side of their face from the vaccine, apparently. So I've heard bad stuff about it, but 
I think I should take it. Like, obviously, everyone should take the vaccine because it yeah. probably works. I feel like but I think I just want to wait a few months to see what happens. I get what you mean. I think I would ditch it if it came here today. I, I would take it. That's good, though, because <laughs> it, it probably is going to work, like, properly and have very little to, like, no yeah. side effects. I saw something. I've heard too many conspiracy theories. I've, I've seen, like, something saying that there are, like, some side effects, but nothing is, like... The thing about, like, media and stuff is there is so much fake news. So, like, you don't actually know, Mm. like, what is real and, like, what isn't, which is so bad. Especially with COVID, because a lot of people don't even believe that COVID exists. Like, at this point, they still think it's a lie, which is crazy. Like, that thing you were telling me about, what's that country? Tanzania or something. Yes, I, like... um, so to give context somebody told me this i have no idea if it's true but apparently in tanzania they like the official people like the government or whatever decided that they weren't going to focus on COVID and see it as a huge issue because they have more pressing things to worry about and apparently there's like little to no cases of COVID in Tanzania because people don't wear masks and people are just like living life as if it was normal. I don't know if this is true, but I, I heard. And that kind of, it makes sense because if you just, they probably do get sick, but they just think it's like the flu, you know? Yeah, I get So COVID isn't a thing for them. But I feel like South Africa's handled the whole thing like genuinely well considering like our resources and those kind of things the government or people no, no the government not the people yeah <laughs> people in south africa do not care about covid <laughs> at all so bad i think it's because people when they do get it like not, not a lot of people experience like crazy harsh symptoms and like if you look at the stats so many people have recovered in south africa so people are just like oh it's not that serious you know it's like a flu yeah, but the scary thing about COVID is it affects every person so differently because obviously age and I think the words comorb- comorbidities, I think that is, that affects how you get it. But you yeah, literally yeah. don't know how you're going to get COVID yeah. because some people get it like really chill. It's like the flu. You're not even that bad. But some people end up in the ICU with like pneumonia and like hectically ill. So that's the scary part. But, you know, most people just think it's not that deep. That's so true. Because, like, if you have underlying medical conditions, then it's like you're going to experience a difference to someone that's, like, seen as healthy. Exactly. But even young people, because we're at very low risk, but I feel like it doesn't matter because who knows how it's going to affect your body. Like, I know someone who's, she's 18 our age, no comorbidities, and she's she's having COVID right now, but she's taking it really badly. Like, she has all the symptoms, nausea, cough, fatigue, vomiting. Sure. So it's quite hectic. That is really intense. Yeah. What else did we say we were going to talk about? Yeah, I was thinking, like, how did we get to this topic? <laughs> <laughs> right i feel like that's good though because we're just like going with the yeah, flow of what we're talking about. <laughs> okay well i guess we can um, talk about like our plans so you go first so i'm gonna go to varsity in um march but you know i was actually thinking since we haven't gotten firm acceptance because we haven't gotten our marks i'm actually getting so scared because if I don't, I'm planning on going to UCT. So if I don't get into UCT, I think I literally will take a gap year. 
you'll join me and <laughs> literally we'll go to Europe together <laughs> but I'm probably gonna get in I hope so no, I'm I did, trying to be positive but also well. trying to avoid it but also yeah. there's that thought know, that's in scary. like there's that thought in the back of my mind that's like you failed but like you know <laughs> Dude, because you literally do not know how you wrote like obviously like during the exams you're like okay yeah that was hard that was tricky that was easy but we literally do not know exactly like something inside of me is telling me no I definitely passed I'm fine like no stress no worries or whatever then something else is telling me I'm gonna go back into matric I'm gonna have to like oh it's so stressful <laughs> no but you definitely didn't fail like I can tell you that for sure like I have no doubt in my mind that we didn't fail I know. you know oh, but like so we're pretty solid <laughs> right but the maths paper that's <gasps> maths is just scary I honestly general. I would be so happy if I got a like above 50 like because like my- I just need to like qualify for my degree that's all <laughs> I need <laughs> Okay, sorry, my You're dad was there. like, no, he was outside my window, like, <laughs> trying to communicate something to me. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? Marks and maths. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my average was, like, 60-something. But, like, I feel like I don't think I got that. <laughs> but also, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I really cannot remember how each paper went because some people have asked me how I feel about the exams and I really can't remember because even if the paper was really hard I think I was just happy to be done with it even if I was like okay I might cry but (laughs) actually after one of our math papers weren't people crying I remember Sarah Morley crying (laughs) Shout out to Sarah. So you give her a full name, like oh, I know, I know. Sarah, like, I love to. I realized as I said it, I was like, wow, you just did like <laughs> a bit much. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, people were crying. I can't remember what paper it was. I think I was just in shock, Me too. and I just needed to move on. No, I because it was over. Paper two. I remember when I opened that paper, my heart dropped, and I literally had like a mini panic attack in the beginning, and I was like, I can't actually think. And that was actually the most terrifying feeling. <laughs> I actually just wanted to cry in the middle of the exam. And then I was like, I can't. I'm not going to be able to finish. I literally thought in the exam, I'm not going to finish this paper because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know? There were some questions I remember where I just, I did not know what to do. I can't remember if this was finals or prelims, but there was, I think it was prelims. There was this one like 17 mark question that I just left blank. <laughs> We love that. Because I had oh, yeah. no idea I what to do. I remember what you're thinking about. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was really traumatic. That's so bad. You know, now we're done with matric. It's over, which makes me so happy. Yeah. Because, but it's so weird because we're just like here. Right? Like we're literally just that crazy. Like out. here, living life. I feel like your whole life you're told like about matric and you're told about da da da, but like no one tells you about the after. You know. It's kind of exactly. like figuring that it's out. It's so weird now. Because you have those 12 years of yeah. school, which is like a security blanket. And then after that, it's like, Kate, you're an adult. Go figure yourself out, you know? It's so crazy. And looking back at matric now, it's so weird because everything went by so quickly. Like, right? I hardly remember it. I remember in your other podcast, you were talking about how, oh, what was you saying? About like how everything feels like it just goes so quickly, even when you're trying to stay in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like these five years of high school, they went by so quickly. And then now with like, I feel like the stage that we're in, the next few years of being like young and whatever, I don't want to realize at like 26 that 
all these years just went past. You know, the thing I think about that is like, is... let's say you're like 40 or whatever. If you think back to your whole life, you're going to be like, whoa, that like happened in the blink of an eye. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how old you are, I feel like you think that. Like, if I think back to the last 18 years of my life, I'm like, whoa, that was quick. You know? Mm. But I feel like it's always so it's like, it's always going to be like that. So I feel like you just have to stay present and, like, in the moment, you know? And this is the now. This is the now, baby. <laughs> exactly. I love that. But, um, right? Like, it's just such, it's the perfect it's thing such a to say. Thing. Like, it's just, like, something to resend to you and, like, get you reconnected back into the now basically how did you even think of that because by the way grace is the one who told me this is now we are at the beach in durban at like 12 o'clock at night and then grace was just like this is the now i don't know sometimes in moments in life you're just like whoa this is the now like something that feels surreal like being on the beach at night is such a weird feeling and then i was like whoa this is like the now (laughs) you know yeah, that was such a crazy moment as right? well. Like, <laughs> so and weird. the people were looking at us like... <laughs> okay, we were acting like really crazy. Yeah. And then we saw jellyfish in the water. So we were like screaming, <laughs> jellyfish warning! And telling everybody that there was a jellyfish. No one... But nobody believed us. Everyone was just like, okay. <laughs> that was so funny. There were literally people swimming after we were like, we just saw a jellyfish. <laughs> we were like, guys, jellyfish, get off! And they were just like... Wait, guys. <laughs> this is so That's crazy. So the memories you have together are actually. But like, what are your plans? Um, well. Oh, wait, what did you say? Oh, I was just saying, like, the memories we've had are pretty questionable. Like, the things oh we've done. Oh, my gosh. The two of us together, <laughs> it's just like a recipe for it bad really things. Is. <laughs> like, when people around us, they're just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like me too. When I reflect on what we did, I'm just like, um, don't even I ask just, like, me. I, I am I'm not like, oh. <laughs> oh, sometimes, but you know what? It's fine. Just stay in the now. You know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm reading the <laughs> no shame. Right We're now. just moving on. Literally. Okay, so basically, I really need to read that. It's actually some of the things are slightly hard to understand. Like I have to keep rereading it to like really get it in my head. But like it's actually really good. It talks about ego and like phantom self is what he calls it and how what is he saying how like our ego our phantom self is like a different version of us that is actually just like the most awful person most awful version of ourselves that lives in our mind you know mm, that's so true he talks about that in um what's his new other earth. one a new earth I also want to read like that. the ego is just the roots of everything it bad really and it's so interesting all the stuff that he speaks about i mean the first time you were telling me about the ego i was like i don't know what the fuck this bitch is talking about oh i like to swear i can't even explain it it's such a weird concept like because when you just say ego everyone thinks like um narcissism exactly. and being like prideful but the ego is literally i don't know it's just like it's I describe it maybe as the root of human dysfunction. I just like it, and unconsciousness. It, it, that's really true because it's like that person in your mind that is. I say your mind is your greatest enemy because it really is. Like some of the things my mind tells mm-hmm. myself. Like Eckhart Tolle talks about how you should always have the, the ability to like separate between your mind and your ego in order to like live a fulfilling life. Yeah, and be the awareness that is aware of the unconsciousness. Exactly. That's what and reach, like, 
a state of enlightenment and that type of thing. Okay, let's not get into this chat. <laughs> right? Like, this is a whole different topic. It really is, but it's really interesting. You guys who are listening, go read those books. They're amazing. <laughs> yes, I think I want to do an episode where I just talk about a new earth and what I've learned from it. You really should. Because there is so much Dude, to talk even, about. Like, after reading, I'll read like 20 pages or whatever, and then like it's so good, and I want to like really hold on to it. I literally go and like summarize it like in my notebook because <laughs> mm. I'm like I need to like that's so good though then I feel like sometimes I'll read a whole book and I'll be like wow that was so like impactful da, da, da. then I put it away and then I never think about it again you know and I didn't want this to happen yeah you just forget it but I think with Eckhart Tolle's books they're the kind of thing that you need to read over and over exactly. again like in your life in general regardless of mm. how old you are because we obviously just forget and then we get taken over by our egos and we forget these things so you just need to read it again and again and see even to my yourself. mom was saying the first time she read a new earth she okay. was like 19 20 and then she read it like like i finally understand what this book is about you know <laughs> that's so cool right? you were gonna tell us about your plans oh, yeah. so exciting okay so basically i'm a swiss citizen which means, I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> um, <but laughs> basically, it allows me to travel to Switzerland whenever I want. And like, I don't need visas or anything because I have a Swiss passport. So even during COVID, only Swiss citizens to travel to Switzerland. So then by the end of March, I think, once I've made enough money and stuff, I'm going to go to Switzerland and stay with family and that kind of stuff and travel. Because Switzerland is next to Italy and France. It's like in the middle. So then I'm just gonna take trains around those areas and hopefully do like internships and just get like stupid little jobs, like a bartender or like a waitress and stuff like that, just to make money and like be able to support myself. And then also wanna do like internships, hopefully in London. So yeah, that's basically my plan. That's amazing. Like that's why I'm so really exciting, like so just traveling. I mean, even cause I know my main place I want to visit obviously was Europe, obviously just because I have like ease of access into it and it's like I think one of the most beautiful places and I wanted to go like Bali and those places but they're not open to travel yet so that might not even be a thing until like the end of the year so it might just be Europe this year but I'm so okay with that. <laughs> mm, we should go to Bali and like really August should, or something. That's because be Bali amazing. is so beautiful. And what I really want to see is, what are they called? The temples. Oh, they look so beautiful. And like do yoga there. Right. And just learn a lot about all the things there. Do you know what religion they practice in Bali? Like the main one. I've always wanted to learn more about Buddhism because my mom. Right. Like, I feel like Buddhism is more spiritual than it is religious. And I feel like it can apply to people from all walks of life. Because with religion, everyone is so like um rigid in their beliefs like a lot of very like stoic christians or muslims or any religion wouldn't want to learn about other teachings so i feel like buddhism is something that just is more it has less of a stigma and it's like more easily accessible for people yeah i totally agree even my mom was saying because she's she's read into like a lot of different religions like buddhism christianity muslim no, Muslims are religion, is it? Islam. Islam, sorry. 
and like she leads into like a lot of different things to gain like an understanding of like people's mindsets and how they think and stuff and she's realized that you know there's always the concept of like that one person they look to like christianity is god um i forgot what this religion is called but it's like the Dalai lama i think it's buddhism no it's not i don't know what it is but like you know how each practice looks at a specific I don't know what figurehead like, like a, exactly, a yeah. source of power yeah exactly so like they even like though they're so different there's still something in common that they have but i really believe that all religion is the same at the end of the day because especially with reading a new earth what Eckhart Tolle does he references teachings from multiple religions and I'm Christian but I still relate to all those other things because at the end of the day I feel like the essence of all religions is looking to a higher power the source and trying to be a better person and just do good in the world and have like these guidelines to help you grow into your true self and I think that links up with spirituality as well because when we like pray to God or we pray to I know in Hinduism they have a lot of gods or like Allah for Muslims I truly believe that it's just one source of life and we just connect with the source through different like labels through different methods yeah that is really true but the one thing that I feel like religion has created is a lot of conflict like yeah one like religious group will despise another just because they have differences and like i feel like differences should be something that's like celebrated rather than something to cause conflict you know yeah that's so true and it's the ego like this is what you're talking about so much the ego and like collective egos then just identifying with that and losing your humanity it's amazing like Eckhart Tolle's works they're amazing now everyone <laughs> literally like stop this podcast like go and go <laughs> he even has a, he has a website and he does he talks about manifestation I've only done he has like videos on manifestation because I've always wanted to like learn more about that and I watched his first mm-hmm. video I think it was at the beginning of last year or something it was a while ago but I need to go and look back at those videos because he talks about manifestation in a way where it's not so self-centered because I feel like our generation has made it so like, I want money, I want da da da. But like, obviously that is a part of manifestation. But I feel like we've made it so about ourselves instead of like the collective. That is so true, yeah. But like, yeah. guys, go <laughs> read Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> Amazing. I love how we say his surname so differently. <laughs> I feel like it's Tolly, hey? I really because don't. I actually... I listened to a podcast with him and Oprah Winfrey and then Oprah was going like um, Eckhart Tolle and he didn't correct her. So I truly believe that it's Tolle. I'm going to go look it up right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, I understand why you would say Toll, but I feel like it's Tolle, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. He's, okay. but he's German okay. apparently yeah, he and is. you're German. Exactly. So Okay. Are you ready? Um, yeah. See. Okay. Tell me if you can hear this. Okay, hold on. Eckhart Tolle. There you go. <laughs> See, I don't trust Siri. Like, that literally will not convince me. I don't trust that at all. I do. That's literally the pronunciation. It's because it's, it's German. It's like Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle? I sound like Afrikaans. That was so gross. That's Afrikaans, <laughs> not German at all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's Eckhart Tolle. It's not Eckhart Tolle. 
I'm gonna keep things funny, hey? Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> we wanted to talk about our New Year's resolutions and, like, goals, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Okay, I have mine written out. I don't really make, like, New Year's resolutions because I feel like I'm not gonna really do them. I guess so I just have, like, yearly goals. Same. I'll see if I do these. Let's see if I can find mine. Okay. Should I just, like, read them out yeah, now? Okay, so I have, I'll just read the whole list. So, save 10,000 Rand by the end of December. I think I want to make it 15,000, though, because I just want to have, like, an emergency fund of, not even an emergency fund, because I don't think anything's going to happen to me. But yeah, just, you. like, but money saved. Yeah. Mm. Then the other things are more, like, like, how I should change my attitude. So this one is treat yourself and others with non-judgment and compassion. And then only allow the things and people that make you feel good into your life. And the last one is do more film photography. I love that. But it's good like that you don't only have things that are like materialistic. You know? Doing stuff. Exactly. But it's also just like mm. about yourself. And like, exactly. Like even one of mine is spending time exploring new things and getting out of my comfort zone so I can understand myself better. Yeah, that's so good. Because I feel like we don't really know who we are. And, like, I'd like to know. Definitely not. But didn't you say in that book you were reading, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck, he was saying that it's okay to not know exactly. who you are? Like, and that's, like, a good thing? Exactly. When people say, like, oh, I need to find myself or stuff like that, apparently that's, like, I always used to say that, like, oh, I want to find myself, blah, blah, blah. But apparently that's like total BS <laughs> because if you eventually do let's say find yourself then like life is going to be so boring and like there's always should be new things about your personality and your mannerisms that you should be able to like that should surprise you in a way and I don't think at any point in your life if you sit down and look at who you are like the roles that you play that's not who you are those are just the things that you do in your life like you're just a being experiencing life and if we try and define ourselves like oh I'm a student doing xyz and I'm a traveler or or whatever whatever that's not really who you are like why would you just why would you label yourself like that exactly I find that so weird Mm. Did you find your uh, list of what are those things, yeah. resolutions and goals? Okay, so it's basically get my first job, but it's basically not a serious job, like a stupid job. Well, I don't want to say stupid because mm. that's kind of rude for people that do have this job, but like a waiter or like a, wait- I mean a waitress or like a bartender or something. Something like temporary. Exactly, like not something I'm going to do forever. Um, travel, obviously. Um... Oh, I want to learn to invest. I mean, I don't have any money, but, like, (laughs) when I do. But, like, just learning the ways to do it. Because also trading. I want to learn about investing and trading because you can make so much money with that. And, like, stocks and that kind of stuff. Like, I really want that. Have you heard of this app? It's called IQ Option. No. It's like a trading app where you can trade with real money or you can trade with practice money. So I've been trying to learn how to like trade stocks and whatever but it's so confusing because they give you like ten thousand dollars as practice money and then you trade on stocks and stuff and i just keep losing money like i have no idea what i'm doing i'm so hard Um, i also like i don't know i keep asking my dad like teach me how to trade and he's like okay 
get money and then we'll put it into like I don't like Alan Gray or something like that but I don't understand like what that means but anyway we've actually been filming this for long now like it's been like 40 right like I'm I need to cut us off soon yeah. because that's getting very People very are gonna be like I want to leave now yeah funny should we just end it now no um, what are your goals I really I haven't like really I don't really do new resolutions I just had like a broad idea and then, like, as I go, I just will, like, work on it, you know? Mm. Okay, well, those are good ones. I like them. Those are just, like, the broad Yeah, thing. okay, so, um, how are we going to end this? Is This is... Bye, guys! <laughs> this is it. <laughs> okay. Goodbye! <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Subscribe. If you want to hear more of Grace... Yes, subscribe actually and share and all Comment, those things review. and rate it. Yeah, I rated your five. Grace, you need to rate my podcast. Five. You have I did. Did you? Okay, <laughs> I should check. <laughs> but yeah, subscribe and rate and share and tell me what you thought. Tell me if you enjoyed Grace being here. Better. Maybe she'll come back. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye.